Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Every week on Jordan, Jesse Go, we dive deep into the logistics industry. Whether you're packing, shipping, or managing packers and shippers, Jordan Jesse Go is your program for true insight into everything from information systems to transportation systems. Uh, on today's program, we're going to do a deep dive into the history of the Federal Express. Uh, true geniuses, innovators in the worlds of packing and shipping. Now, I think we need to start at 1901. Uh, Jordan, we... can I interrupt you here for a second? Because I just uh, had an idea. Sure. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Um, I know you have the FedEx stuff planned. Yeah. Uh, and I've got my famous fuck you to DHL. Mm-hmm. Um, one of segment. your famous rants. Yeah, one of my favorite famous anti-DHL rants. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Jesse, so I know you, I know you love. <laughs> Never mind. Go ahead. Uh, but. Yeah. Um, our mutual friend Hal Rudnick is over here. Oh, yeah. There he is. He just stopped by. He just happened yeah. to be here. And I know that Hal is not really a logistics guy. Oh, yeah. Sure. Um, and he would – right. I mean, I think we want him to be able to participate in the conversation. If I'm honest, he hasn't got the brains. Mm, sure. So – or the brawn. <laughs> uh, he's Both got... of which you need to pack and ship. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what if instead of doing logistics this week – okay. And Play, I have me this whole on. thing. It's a history of the Federal right. Express. I really hear me out on this. People like deep dives these days. Jesse. I know. They like I know. Deep dives. I know. I know that you're angling for another appearance on the long form podcast. Mm-hmm. But what if this week we just shot the breeze with Hal, and it would give us mm-hmm. a little chance for a breather, and everybody out there who works in the industry a chance to laugh about kind of the, the lighter side of logistics. Okay. I mean, I guess, you know, I guess I could, I could always be adding to my Federal Express history. I did want to, I don't really think, I kind of just scratched the surface of right. the uh, rumors that John Federal, the mm-hmm. um, founder of Federal Express, uh, murdered his entire family. Oh, wow. I had not heard the, I had heard the rumors that he was not that fast. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's what I mean. I think we go into that definitely. Okay. We, uh, you know, um, people recreate, well, re- try it. and recreate his save land it. speed. Save it we for get next a, week. We get a man about his build out on the alkali flats <laughs> and just have him. <laughs> save run. it for next week. Okay, we week, did a lot of Adam research. Savage. We did a lot of research. Yeah. Okay, next week, but yeah, this week. Who's your shoot- favorite Mythbuster, by the way? Adam Savage or Beret Guy? I mean, I think I'm going to give you a curveball, uh-huh. foxy redheaded lady. Okay, yeah, good, good pick. Mm-hmm. My favorite is explosion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> L- length of PVC pipe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so, are you on board with this thing with Hal Rudnick? Yeah, well, why don't we? We'll introduce him, and then we'll just uh, see where the conversation goes. Unlike us, Hal Rudnick, an entertainer, of course, mm-hmm. he's uh, probably best known as a host on Screen Junkies. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but he's also going to be on America's Got Talent. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a joy to have him here. Hal Rudnick, welcome to uh, Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, thanks for having me, guys, and thank you for uh, shifting gears out of topics that are not quite my bailiwick. And uh, thanks for uh, you know topics that I would I would be shorthanded knowledge wise. And uh, th- and for thank you for pointing out my uh, shortcomings in general. But uh, and uh, shifting gears and <laughs> making me feel comfortable. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I um I have a topic that I'd like to broach. Sure, yes. please. Um, I am a little agitated. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm going to be frank with you guys. Yeah. Normally, I come in here on Jordan Jesse going cool as a cucumber. Oh yeah. Um, but right now, yeah, you're not playing your uh, signature jazz sax. Uh, but right now, I am as agitated as a, I guess a top loading laundry machine. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Clothes, clothing washer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe a. a- uh, one that's been too heavily overloaded, yeah, and it's got a sure. little bit of more of a rumble to it than you'd expect. Exactly, and it doesn't have one yeah, of those nice mats. About, you got to put one of those mats under. Leave about yes. maybe six inches from the top of the right lid. Exactly. So well, I learned that the hard way. Here's the issue: you guys both live in Los Angeles here in Southern California. Oh yeah, I consider myself uh, an Angelino. Yeah, so you know a little something. <laughs> you guys know a little something about ants. You know, mm. I don't – I'm aware of ants. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen them in the movie. <laughs> As Mark McKitty said in the famous sketch, uh, Tales of Fraud and Malfeasance and Railroad Hiring Practice. Probably the most famous Saturday Night Live sketch ever. Yes. But I have the, – the, the place I am in now is not very ant-y. Are you still in the first – last time I visited you, you were in an apartment that was a first floor apartment. Are you still yes. in a ground floor apartment? Yeah. Wow, that's impressive! I'm surprised that you're uh, that you're without ants. Yeah, it's, a rel- jet- it's an ant-free existence. Um, I too will say you had me, then you lost me. Um, um, you say Sorry. Los Angeles, um, uh, the uh, the Dodgers, uh, tacos, affordable right. sushi. But then when you bring up ants, I'm like, oh, that's the thing Los Angeles might be uh, known for. Not not uh, for familiar. you. Is that not part of your experience with Los Angeles? Um, thankfully, no. Maybe it's because I live on a desiccated mountainside. Mm, sure, that's probably mm. it. Uh, like I, I, you know, I've mentioned that uh, one of the uh, downsides of the, my lovely home yeah. is that, for example, because of this desiccated mountainside, uh, it takes roughly thirty hours for my car to acquire a one-inch film of sand mm. on it. <laughs> Um, but uh, one of the other but things you do love right and wash me in the sand. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Oh, but then neighbors will draw some uh, indecent pictures on the side of it. Sure. One of the other th- one of the other things that comes up is ants, mm-hmm. and uh, we've all we so we bought this house. I don't know five years ago, mm-hmm. four years ago, and we've always had some ants, but we kind of control them by doing the things you're supposed to do: keep our kitchen clean. Don't leave out any sugar bowls. Oh, sure. Um, we were constantly spilling the juice that goes into the uh, hummingbird feeder. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So we stopped doing that. Classic yeah. ant faux pas. Yeah. You have wooden ant eaters that are perched around just yeah, to, exactly. you know, make ants think that well, we put this in is ant, an unsafe area. Put in ant spikes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, <laughs> like a miniature spike strip. Basically, I had been I had been campaigning this sort of so leading this kind of solo campaign against the ants. My weapon, in which was uh, a series of small tubes of aquarium caulk, mm-hmm. silicon aquarium caulk. Mm-hmm. So, like our kitchen is uh, up against our front yard, 
and that's where the most of the ants are. And it was very poorly finished, so like none of the baseboards hit the floor. And so I would just, I spent years, every time ants would get in, I'd kill the ants and then seal up whatever hole they came in with the, one of these tubes of aquarium yeah. caulk. And I did this, I mean, I probably sealed up, I, I went through, let me put it this way, I went through like six of these tubes of aquarium caulk just sealing up various parts of my house. It helped a little bit. Now, why'd you decide on aquarium caulk? Uh, because I don't exactly understand how a caulking gun works. Okay. I have one, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I put the thing in there, and I cut the tip off, and I have used one before, but it was a long time ago. I didn't want to look it up. So I liked the, the aquarium. T- it's a self-contained. It's Is small. it something that you had lying around? No, I ordered it from Amazon. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, I went ahead and prime, Jesse, let's I get, let's get off the – we're, we're, we're going to get off the topic of packing and shipping. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, uh-huh. sorry, 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 sorry. So – I, this years-long battle against ants, but then, uh, like, a year and a half ago, just went apeshit. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't matter what we did. Our house was full of ants. So I wow. called an exterminator, which I had always thought was, like, the most ridiculous thing in the world to do, to call an exterminator for ants. Ants aren't poisonous. Mm-hmm. Did you feel like, man, I'm giving up. I'm the man that should, I'm the man of the house. I should be protecting my family my chil- from these my ants. My children are going to see this strong, powerful exterminator come in. I know. Wielding his pack and his tools. Cuckolding me. Yes. yes. My, my, wife, my wife is going to see this man laying down a much higher grade of caulk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the caulk this man has is incredible. Sure. <laughs> this guy's got a 12-inch caulk. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And, and the next, thick, too. Girthsome. <laughs> the next thing you know, you're sleeping in the yard and the kids are calling him daddy. Exactly. And, so your, wife, and, your, and your wife's calling him daddy. And your beard is teeming with ants. <laughs> but, like, it, came, it got to the point where there were ants in my bed. Mm-hmm. There were nothing for the ant- there was nothing for the ants in my bed. I want to oh. be clear. There weren't pools of anything. You're not uh, like you're, you're not eating crackers and cookies in bed leaving a, a treasure trove of crumbs for that's, these guys. That's the last thing I would do is leave mm. a treasure trove for them. Gotcha. I at best it's a treasure chest when they open it it's empty leading to their disappointment. Oh yeah. Mm. Or it's what I ideally Fool's gold. It's one of those face melting things like from uh Indiana Jones. Oh, but no, but that would uh yeah, that's tell a, me that's that it was arc. going to That's more of an art. Yes, and, and also uh, like with the with the face melting a- aspect it would be like when the ants got in there it would kill them. Is there something that's de- do you, are you putting toxins in your bed? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Oh yeah. I mean, my farts. <laughs> For uh, one thing. A Jesse Thorne Dutch oven special. Yeah. Yeah, world's largest source of natural gas. <laughs> oh, yeah, you wear that T-shirt sometimes. <laughs> uh, so there were ants in my bed, so I called the exterminator, and he sprays poison around my house, you know, mm-hmm. ant, ant something, I don't know. You know, it caught. You didn't get tented. You didn't have to stay over no, at the Hyatt, no, the Hyatt no, Regency. I did not stay <laughs> oh, at the, the downtown. Great continental. Oh breakfast. man, you had the continental breakfast at the Hyatt Regency. You know what? Uh, pay, pay for the upgrade. It's worth it, guys. Yeah, absolutely, I'm sort of a courtyard guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. I mean, I know you love your loyalty points. Yep, those points add up. They do. Wood Wildwood Resorts. What the fuck is that thing called? <laughs> yeah, Wood Woodwind Resorts. Woodwind Resorts. Starwood. Starwind. Starwood. Starwind. 
These all sound like uh, Starwood is Lemmy's these, band. <laughs> <laughs> these, all, these all sound like uh, uh, ships in the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> oh, have you guys seen the trailer for A Wrinkle in Time? No, Oprah's o- in it. Oprah Winfrey. Mm. Uh, their original choice for that part was Phil Donahue. He <laughs> turned <laughs> them down. <laughs> okay, ants. So there was ants in my bed. I so think I... Uh, Phil Donahue was playing a g- Galactus in the new Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Sally Jesse. <laughs> lives uh, in a retirement community. Yeah. yeah. So three things. First thing, a second thing, and a third, and a third yes, thing. Thank you. Ding. Um, they spray the outside of my house, and I gave them like, it costs like $80 or something, $100. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, and That's pretty good. I feel like I was, I, was, uh, I was anticipating more when you were saying you hired an exterminator. So they didn't tent. They didn't tent you up. As, no. a, as a renter, I don't take care of my own pest problems. So. Yeah. Yeah, so I I gave a, I gave them my hundred dollars, sure, happily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was somewhat happily. Yeah, eh, slightly unhappily. I wished that they had just been like, oh yeah, they're coming in through this hole, and I'll just put some of my my much bigger caulk in sure. there. Mm-hmm. I'll Lickety just split. I'll just put my anus up to the hole, blast in some farts. <laughs> yeah. Take that, queen ant. But instead, I I, I had to go in and, and then then they said, you know, we recommend. Maybe doing this uh, once a month during the high season. I was like, "Wait, a hundred dollars a month? What?" And oh, redo like, the family budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But they're like, "But let us know if you have any trouble." Here's the thing: I didn't have an ant in my house for six months. Mm-hmm. Oh. Six months without a single fucking ant in my Glorious. house. It it was amazing. Like I could spill the. Uh, the hummingbird water and just leave it there. They didn't give a shit. You could watch. That's... You could watch both a bug's life and ants without worrying that you would lure them. Yeah, I just want to point out uh, going around just like willy nilly knocking over the hummingbird water. That's like some real first world uh, devil may care attitude. I know. <laughs> I know. I have so much hummingbird water, I could <laughs> spill it for fun. I'm wild. Anyway, uh, yeah. I went to the Whole Foods for almonds, but I got some cashews too. Oh, I don't give a care how. Yeah. Mixing it up. Yeah, raw. Thank you, not mm-hmm. roasted. Sure. So um, it was great, and then a few ants showed up, and we had them come out again. Had got another six months out of it. Recently, we were having this ant problem, and it was so pervasive that we had to get them to come out. And then there were still ants after they came out, oh. which was like to me, it was sort of like you know how they say never meet your heroes because mm-hmm. they'll only disappoint you. Yes, like that pest control man. I was crushed because as far as I was concerned, his one-month treatment was actually a six- to nine-month treatment. And uh, when it didn't work that first time, I was completely disappointed. So we've had them out a couple more times. Mm. It's summertime, ant time? It's, they're looking for water. Mm, okay. So that's, that's what's going on. I, there's a huge, huge, huge – You should uh, take them to Six Flags Hurricane Harbor. Oh, oh yeah. Idea. There's more water than you can uh, bargain for there. Uh, they, uh, By the way, yeah. uh, we had to take that strike vote because uh, we're bargaining for more water. Mm, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Collective bargaining. Yeah, you're, you're, uh, yeah you're, you're going against the uh, uh, big Hurricane Harbor. But I – I was fine because they were they're very nice. They come out for free the second time. Um they were very polite. They even sprayed inside a little bit for mm-hmm. us in a few places for free. They could have charged us an additional fee. Did you ask them 
Could you spray me down? <laughs> yeah. Let me taste the chemicals. <laughs> I want to taste the chemicals. With your big old atomizer. Let me taste them. I got a little Silkwood bath. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice. Um, and that was all great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So no ants in the bed. Mm-hmm. No problem. And, and What the, about the pants? Well, I want to dance, but it's unrelated. Mm-hmm. So I am happy, except for one thing. Uh-oh. Somewhere along the line... In the last 10 days, ants have gotten into my car. Mm. Oh. There is literally nothing has upset me in my entire life as much as having ants in my car. I don't know where they live in my car. I don't know how they got in my car. I don't know what they want from my car. I have your solution. What's that? Got to get on the horn with Click and Clack, the Tappet Brothers. (laughs) Bad news, buddy. What's that? They ended production. One of them's dead. <laughs> so I guess it's Whoa, two pieces sure. of bad news. Okay, you... what was that, um, uh, Jesse? What was that uh, that uh, public radio show that they had for Calling a moment? Calling pets. No, for a moment to replace car talk. Dr. Zorba Pastor on your health. No, there, there was a short-lived car show that was going to replace car talk, and it was on for like a month, and then they pulled it. Do Wait, you remember? there was a new car show? Yes. I don't remember this at all. Oh, it was, oh, it's, it was called Just Talking About Volvos. Yeah. <laughs> the NPR it, listener car show. You know what? I'll get back to you with this information. Okay. I Sorry. Just so you know, NPR listeners drive Subarus now. Subarus. <laughs> it's Subarus. not 1986 oh, anymore. Boy. I, do, ha- I, do, I do drive a Volvo. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so like the litter- ants in your car. Ants on my fucking face yeah. no. when I'm driving. You should like, call Puzzle Master Will Shorts. <laughs> yes. Will Shorts will take care of it. It'll yeah. bore him to death. <laughs> I was, I was listening I to puzzles. I was listening to the the puzzle master on the way over here. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he was, and you know, before they get to the puzzle, he has that little banter with uh, Lulu Garcia Navarro. Oh He's yeah, Navarro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, for, ba- the former Lourdes Garcia Navarro. Yes, now Lulu, and uh, and uh, uh, I think she was she was talking about him had, having gone to a puzzle convention. Uh huh. And she's like. Boy, do they go crazy when you see when they see you at that puzzle convention? Is it like you're at a Beatles concert? I'm like Jesus Christ, you don't have Justin Bieber in there. You don't have Taylor a Beatles concert. The references Beatles. are crackling, on and popping in there. They were they were just a recording band for the last half of their career too. A yeah. Beatles concert. Anyway, yeah. I mean Frozen in Time are the images of Ed Sullivan and fainting girls. And, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And he's like, no, it's a little more like after a Motley Crue concert. There you go. Yeah. I yeah. just say, Will Shorts just has his roadie pick out a few. Yeah. A few, few uh, choice, choice sure. selections. Sure. Hands yeah. him those backstage passes. Mm-hmm. You want to come backstage to the puzzle zone? <laughs> somebody, somebody finishes solving the puzzle in his presentation, and the answer is, uh, is the answer no head, no backstage pass? <laughs> 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 so, yeah, so I literally driving over here picked two ants off of my face. No. Mm. Facial oh. ants. What the fuck, ants? My, I want to be clear. My car is not dirty. My car is clean inside. Mm-hmm. There's no, they're not going Are for Are you a food. dirty boy? Well, of course I'm a dirty birdie. <laughs> okay. If that's what you're wondering yeah, how. Yeah, just checking in because, you know, it's uh, the summertime, it's, oh, it has been hot. Do you eat a lot of popsicles sweaty. in the car? Oh, that's probably it. 
Mm-hmm. I had been rubbing a popsicle on my face mm, this sure. morning, well, which I do for my complexion. Mm-hmm. Also, did you have an active picnic going in the car as you were driving? Mm, I did have a few cold cuts Uh-oh. and some sliced cheeses. And a blanket laid down? because that's laid down a, a blanket. Yeah, that, that's like a beacon to those guys. Yeah, they love it. They're like, there's something we can ruin. Oh, I had a basket. Ugh. Is it okay? But it's fine to have a thermos, right? No, that's like a lighthouse and a harbor for those ants. It was only it was it did not have coffee. It had lemonade in it. Is that no? That's even that's worse. It's like more of a summertime drink. Really? Yeah. The, oh, my wife was there. She was wearing like a cute halter top dress with a lot of crenolines underneath. Oh, like a, skirt you, you a lovely summertime oh. picnic dress. You've painted the picture of a bucolic picnic. Oh. I had like a, a weeping willow that I was driving around. I had taped it to the mm. back of the car so it would weep over the top of the car. Well, Just not to... only has this become a hazard for other people on the road, mm-hmm. it is the most beautiful picnic that I've ever been privy to hearing about. It sounds really nice. Yeah. Anyway, so that's why I'm agitated. So car ants. What car is, ants. Yeah. Have you, I mean, is there a, is there a wiki how, how to remove oh, so ants I, from a car? Well, now I'm scared because I Googled can't, ants in my car. Mm-hmm. And I came up with a thread on like, you know, carguys.net mm-hmm. message board forums. I would say go Make a pilgrimage. Find the one surviving car talk brother the way Kevin Costner found James Earl Jones in uh, Field Field of of Dreams. Dreams. (laughs) Yes, make that pilgrimage. Go go the distance. Now that I think about it, my dad never had a picnic with me when I was a kid. And he's dead now. Wow. Mm. He was a ball player. Mm Mm-hmm. You know what? Wait, I'm confused about the metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've seen Full of Dreams. Yeah. Ray, Ty Ray Liotta. Shoeless <laughs> Joe Jackson. Yes. Can I tell you, with, with regard to Field of Dreams, mm-hmm. so uh, as well, I was mentioning to Hal before we started recording, uh, I like to go to the thrift store by my house mm-hmm. where VHS tapes are five for a dollar yeah. to buy VHS tapes for my cabin. And my rule when I do this is I don't buy anything ironically or anything that's anything less than a great movie. I try and keep it to great movies. Um, occasionally I'll slip in a wild card, uh, but but I really try and focus on them because otherwise I, mean, I would just buy – there's so many VHS tapes and they're five for a dollar. You can oh, so buy and th- they have a great selection. They have a wonderful selection. Gotcha, because great – that's quite a superlative. So if it only falls in that category, okay. Yeah, I want to keep it – well, I, I would say probably very good. Gotcha. Okay, so mm-hmm. like a, the lowest <clears throat> that I would go is like a, a Top Gun. Gotcha. You know what I mean? But generally speaking, we're looking at Beverly Hills Cop or above. Oh, yeah. So, and I've looked at Beverly Hills Cop 2 and turned it down. What's the most recent VHS that you've seen there? Oh, yeah. There's, a, there's like, I I got Toy Story 2. Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, but that's, I very rarely see Toy Story 2. Yeah, uh, so in that I, famous Disney clamshell box, probably. Yeah, I think oh, I, yeah. I think I paid two dollars. With the edges that get a little sharp. Mm-hmm. I think I paid two dollars for that one, which is what they charge at the Goodwill. I usually do not yeah, buy yeah. anything at the Goodwill mm-hmm. because they charge they charge two dollars. Oh, much. they gouge you. But one of the videos that you see the absolute most 
is Field of Dreams. Mm, sure. Uh-huh. Classic VHS. I have to say, you know, as, as you know, Jordan, you may mm. not know how, but yeah. uh, as a child, I was a huge baseball fan. I'm completely oh, yeah. obsessed with baseball. San Francisco Giants. You got it. So, Will Clark. Uh, let's not get started. Uh, Jordan's already Have you talked upset. about Kevin Mitchell killing a cat on this show? I didn't know Kevin Mitchell killed a cat. Um, when Kevin Mitchell was on the New York Mets, the, you know, this is like urban legend that has since been validated by several sources. This, is, Ke- this is when he was on the New York Mets before he went to the San Francisco Before he Giants. went to the Giants and an had MVP. When yeah. he was an improbable shortstop. Whoa, he played shortstop? Yeah, he so, also played third base for the Mets. But uh, yeah. um, uh, short story long. Uh, no, so Kevin Mitchell was uh, dating this woman. They broke up, and he killed her cat, and more. And I believe he decapitated it or smashed its skull. Oh, my God. And, oh, my God. And, Holy shit. Yes, uh, after uh, a bad breakup, or maybe a normal breakup. Well, there is no hmm. call to ever <laughs> sure, yeah. uh, um, uh, commit that kind of behavior. Even if uh, they say they're keeping your favorite t-shirt, yep. you still don't kill their you pets. You do not murder a yeah. pet. Was his whole thing, like, he just took a look at what Daryl Strawberry and Dwight Gooden were up to and was like, I can beat that. Yeah. You know what? Um, cocaine's not for me, but I can still one-up you. <laughs> <laughs> so I see Field of Dreams all the time, mm-hmm. and it was... It was like maybe one of my five favorite movies as a kid. Like, I uh-huh. love Field of Dreams so much. I have not seen it since I was 10, wow. 12, maybe. Sure. Um, I am terrified to buy it because when I replay what I remember about it, I think, this sounds like a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, when I think back to it, and I go through the different things that happen, and I think, this sounds like the worst thing. I mean, thing? one thing you kind of have to get on board with, I feel like baseball is drunk on its own mythos and lore. Yeah. Not just in the movies, but actual baseball. It's so, uh, it's got a death grip on so many old-timey tropes and things and motifs, which, you know, hey, I'm not going to lie, I love a lot of that shit. But, um, yeah, I think you're... You know what? I wonder if it does hold up, but that's but that's a huge yeah, part of it. it. It's I so... mean, it's in the it's in the you know genre of movie that you don't see a lot anymore. Yeah, is magical thing helps workaholic dad learn he shouldn't work so much. Yeah, oh, yeah. That was yeah. most movies when we were kids. I yeah, feel like that's that a was good point. The, um, but yeah. you, did you see it as a kid, Jordan? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you think of it then? Because you were not a big sports fan. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, we like, I mean, you know, I played Little League and we like right. went to Angels games a lot. And I like liked, you know, I liked stuff about baseball. There was no Angels in the outfield. No, boy. Boy, howdy. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, yeah, no, I mean, I liked it. I think it read to me when I saw it as a kid as I'm at a grown up movie. Right. This is a grown-up, you know, and I think I liked that feeling so much. Yeah. And, yeah, I probably saw it with my dad. I had like, the same feeling when I saw Debbie Does Dallas. Sure. Yes. Yeah, this is what grown-ups do. Yeah. Oh, all of them. They uh, do yeah. Dallas. Yeah. Uh, actually, I remember one of the first movies my dad ever took me to. Um, it's like, it, this might be my earliest movie theater recollection. This is a pr- movie I, pr- I would be surprised if either of you heard of it. It's called Atlantic City with Burt Lancaster hmm. and Susan Sarandon. <laughs> and there's a scene... <laughs> And it was R-rated, and I just remember being like four or five years old looking up at the screen, and Susan Sarandon is washing her bare breasts in the sink. Just like my dad was like— Wait, she was washing her breasts in the sink? Yes, and Burt Lancaster was like looking at her through a window across the way, and I just— Was Burt Lancaster like muttering to himself— 
Why is he washing those titties in the sink? <laughs> um, no, Burt Lancaster was uh, in full fap mode. Got it. He was fapping. <laughs> he was fapping away. Uh, you know, uh, Burt Lancaster and Kirk Douglas made a lot of fap flicks together. <laughs> but uh, I just remember like being. I just remember being four or five and realizing way, this was my, like <laughs> my subscription just went up a dollar a month to fap flicks. Sure. Yeah. Right. <laughs> And you're not even getting the physical fap disc anymore. No, anymore. and it's and it's kind of limited. The, the the fap stream is a little limited. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean they're 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 relying <laughs> so much on original fap content. They're always pushing. I feel like they're always pushing the Adam Sandler movies. Sure. Where's the <laughs> classic like, fap movies? That's right. What... Oh my God. Um. What was what was the first? Oh, I saw Bull Durham. Speaking of Susan Sarandon, yes. my cabin the last time. Mm-hmm. Um, our guests wanted to see a romantic comedy, and uh, they alighted upon Bull Durham. I was like, "Yeah, I haven't. There's another one I haven't seen since I was 13." Yeah, you know, it holds up all right. Uh, you know, Susan Sarandon is just immensely charming and very Robert beautiful. Wool at the height of his powers. Mm. Robert Wool is pretty good in it, frankly. Yeah. Like Robert Wool's really funny in it, uh-huh. uh, and uh, Kevin Costner does a good job in it. Kevin yep. Costner is very good in it. There are a few moments where even I, and I've returned to my baseball nerddom the last couple of years uh-huh. as a retreat from the sorrows of the world. Yes. Um, but like even I, there are just some parts where they're just where just somebody's like. Baseball is a blah blah blah, and you're just like fuck you. <laughs> yeah, like, give me a fucking break. But I guess that was a new, relatively new thing to claim at the time. Yeah, in a fe- movie maybe. Yeah, is yeah, it is such a baby boomer thing. The magic yes. of baseball. It, that's it, what like, it is. Yeah. The magic of baseball like, and. I feel like no other sport is enamored with themselves in sure. quite that way. That's Thinking very like, true. Like, it's like to, yeah, baseball and like rock and roll. You know, Brooklyn like, yeah, Dodgers, yeah. Pee Wee the crack Reese, of the bat. Yeah, throughout the 20th century, baseball was a constant. You know, it's just we like used this to watch gravity. Through, we used to watch through a hole in the fence. <laughs> sure. Yep. Uh, and the knot hole gang. And we'd we'd suck off Bert Campanaris. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't <laughs> gay. It wasn't gay. We watched, and then it turned into a glory hole, and the whole gang lined up. Jordan, what's the first movie that you remember seeing? The first movie? I, oh, boy, in a theater. Let's see. Um, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll cover for you here and say I'm pretty sure that the first movie I remember seeing is Rainbow Bright the movie. <laughs> I was way into Rainbow Bright. Sure, sure. Uh, uh, I did a uh, did a little segment on at midnight about movies that have a zero percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Rainbow oh. Bright, one of those. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Well, I don't you, know if um, there were multiple what? Rainbow Bright movies, but there is one that has a, the coveted zero percent. Um, my other um, earliest movie recollection. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, no, please. I don't have one. Um, I, I remember probably around five years old or so, six years old, yeah. seeing Empire Strikes Back with my mom at the Paramus Tenplex in New Jersey. Oh, oh wow! Yeah, was yeah. that it? I feel like I I remember going with my mom to the Roxy Theater on Sixteenth Street in San Francisco uh-huh. to see. All three of the Star Wars movies, when they were re-released, together, oh yeah, in the nineties or no, before that, okay. it was like I would have been like the maybe it was the tenth anniversary of Star Wars, okay, seven. Gotcha. I saw all three in a nice. row at the, at the Roxy, which is like this weird like. <clears throat> It's sort of an art house movie theater, but it, it's an it's one of those art house movie theaters that like really missed its calling, which was as a jack off movie theater. Oh yeah, like it's a really it's a real dump in your classic studs or pussycat theater type. Yeah, of, yeah. it's like a mm-hmm. little dump in what was a shady neighborhood. 
yeah. Also, oh, like a yeah, place ch- you'd go to see the the animation. Film. Oh, mm-hmm. could have been a classic whack house. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Really, missed but now out. we got fat flicks, and people aren't going out to whack <laughs> houses anymore. Gone are see, the, it's the community, community yes. experience. Yeah. Um, I, uh, uh, Jordan, did you, did your parents, did your parents take you to the movies regularly when you were little Yeah, like, between five and 10, like elementary school? Yeah. Let's see. I'm yeah, boy, I'm, I'm, I can't, I can't remember. I, I can definitely remember seeing Field of Dreams. I remember seeing Dances with Wolves. So we only <laughs> went to see Kevin Costner movies. Basically. The Postman. The I postman? definitely went to see Waterworld with my dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad and I 100% went to see Waterworld. And I remember thinking, eh, not bad. Yeah. Dennis Hopper, the Smokers. Sure. Oh man, I think uh, we we I think as kids we probably appreciated the satire of that that the bad guys smoke. Tell you sure. what, I appreciated. I feel like I, I felt like I was oh, picking up on a something. young Jeannie Triplehorn. Oh sure, I think you see her bottom in that. Ooh. I think there's a little Triplehorn bottom. Uh, ouchie mouchie. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Classic ouchie mouchie moment. <laughs> and, I, and of course, I love, I love revisiting Waterworld every time I go to Universal Studios. Triple horn, the... more like triple horny. <laughs> The Waterworld Stunt Show at Universal Studios. Yes. Still very good. Oh, is, is that still around? <laughs> yeah, it's still around, and they still like do the beats of the movie. They're like, it's the Mariner. He's here. Look out. It's the Smokers. Like, they still use the like parlance of the movie. It's like, what? They don't do the Waterworld show anymore. They do. Stop it. They still do the Waterworld show, No, they don't. And at Halloween, they change it to Slaughter World, and it oh. gets a little naughty. What? Yeah. How? What movie as a child warped your mind the most? What was the? What movie should you not have been allowed to see that your like parents took you to? Oh, great question. Oh man, okay. I feel like my mom took me to the Milagro Beanfield War. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Also at the Roxy. Mm-hmm. Just any movie within walking distance, I guess, was the rule. Um, I'll tell you what. Um, my my dad. Uh, I th- I'm thankful for this now, but. He was a huge nostalgia buff and film fan, and he made me watch old movies from the 30s, 40s, 50s, um, almost under duress. I, uh-huh. like, I wanted to go out because and ride my bike. Because those movies are so boring. Those yes. Movies, classic yes, movies a, are typically very boring. I wanted to go out and ride bikes and sure. uh, play... Uh, freeze tag. Freeze tag. Kick the can. Whatever the hell they're... Uh, sure. Oh, running bases uh, was uh, one mm-hmm. we played. Anyway. Um, but no, I had to Base sit there... Base runners is a fun game. Yeah. I had to sit there on a summer day and watch Shane. And you know what? I appreciate it now, and I actually have quite an affinity for Shane. But back then, I was like, God damn it, this is slow. I have a very hard time watching any movie before 1950 Yeah. 1955, maybe. Mm -hmm. It's rough. The pacing, man. My dad didn't do a lot of sitting me down to watch things Mm -hmm. um, because he was absent. Um, But something he did do is... Erratically so. Yeah, yeah. Um, But he... uh, I definitely remember a, you know, month or whatever where he's like, my son's gonna watch the classic James Bond movies. Oh, fuck, those are the most boring movies wow. oh yes like there there's a long golf scene in goldfinger they just play golf and uh apparently i, I mean i haven't revisited much uh older james bond mm-hmm. lately but uh they, they, they play a uh, pretty problematic nowadays sure huh? yeah. yeah there's a lot of bottom slapping yeah of women who are just walking by yeah um i mean james bond the greatest spy in the world and also uh com- a comple- completely objectifies sure. his women and treats them only as such. Not like the consummate gentleman, the mariner. Yes. 
Sean, the Sean Connery Bond movie. I haven't seen them in a long yeah. time. He does do parkour, right? There's a lot of parkour. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Skrillex soundtrack. Got a young it. Skrillex. Yeah. yeah, they're kind of fun. They're they were. I I grew. By the way, I really have enjoyed Skrillex as he's matured. Mm-hmm. Some of his sort of contemplative singer songwriter stuff, I really get a kick out of. Even if he's not. Plugged in, sure. even mm-hmm. acoustic. I think be like, what's the, who's the, doesn't who's the man behind the bass? His drops? sort of wry perspective on Here's something his, I don't the understand. Foibles of a family man. Um, he, uh, he Skrillex apparently owns a black yacht. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Wow. Wouldn't that just be too hot to that like walk around ow. on? Ow! Ooh! Ooh! Ow! And ow! You're gonna attract yacht ants. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, I can now watch the old James Bond movies and, you know, yes, of course, critique them uh, for their outdated politics. Um, and they are kind of fun to watch now. Mm-hmm. But as a kid, it's just like, oh, my, what are we? Van Damme movies exist. We yes. Can go rent Kickboxer now. Right. And something will happen. I, I mean, I Bond is no time cop. My, my. Sure, yeah. That's the understatement of the year. Yeah. My daughter is obsessed with- You couldn't hold a candle to Ron Silver. Oh, hey, Roger Moore, have a seat, um, old chap, and let Demolition Man take over. (laughs) Uh, My daughter is obsessed with- uh, Could you take your face off? Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) Hey, George Lazenby, maybe (laughs) laze over on that chaise lounge and allow- Steven Seagal <laughs> sure. to roundhouse your fucking face. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yes, you were saying. Uh, my daughter is obsessed with Batgirl, mm-hmm. a, a character about whom she knows almost nothing. Mm-hmm. And it is amazing how like kids, like how just those those superheroes have endured because they are just immediately appealing for a kid to look at. Yeah, you just I, that's want exactly to what it is. I would, and know everything about it. I would hold off on showing her the Killing Joke. Yeah, <laughs> where Batgirl gets more or yeah. less uh, sexually assaulted by Batman. <laughs> so, like generally speaking, yeah, uh, Batman related shit mm. is either inappropriate for a five year old. Mm. Almost all of it. Let mm. me put it this way. Basically, all superhero stuff is inappropriate for a five-year-old because it's all about solving your problems with violence. <laughs> <laughs> like That's the only theme yeah. of all of those things. And I feel like maybe an eight- or ten-year-old has the perspective. A five-year-old doesn't. Like, they watch one thing and then I'll, I realize, like, even when I show them, like, I'll watch uh, Looney Tunes with them. Mm. Like, if I watch Looney Tunes with them, which, by the way, are fantastic and hold up. Oh, yeah. And, like, outside of the occasional uh, uh, sort of veiled racism, uh, (laughs) they hold up very well and and work for kids. Except that, like, as soon as I do it, the next hour, my three-year-old and my five-year-old just fight physically the entire hour. Hmm. So, Hide the anvils. Sure. But I was like, I, I Are was... Are you on the phone with the Acme Corporation? <laughs> I was at the thrift store and I thought I was pretty clever because mm. I saw a copy of the 60s Batman movie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, and oh, I yeah, bought sure. that because I was like, well, the the violence in this is very silly and, mm. you know, it's very funny to an adult. and Shark repellent. It's, yeah, exactly. And it's like a fun... Uh, you know, it's like a fun, campy thing to adults mm-hmm. and for kids it's not too intense. And I put it on, and the shark repellent scene happens right at the beginning. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, and it's great. It's yes. hilarious. Um, like, the whole time I'm thinking, like, fuck, Adam West is so amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy who plays Robin is much less so. <laughs> um, but Adam West is so great and amazing. 
it is the boringest fucking movie in history. <laughs> like, I was so bored after, like, for 10 minutes, I'm like, fucking Adam West is hilarious. This is great. <laughs> like, what a great idea I had. My kids are sort of on board. Uh-huh. 15 minutes in, I'm like, put a nail through my head. I can't <laughs> oh. watch any more of this. And my kids are like... How was anything ever so boring? Wow. Um, I remember the old Batman TV show, the 60s TV sure. show, being quite enjoyable. And I haven't watched it as an adult, but as a kid, I watched it. Me too. Yeah, yeah. I that, feel was like like a, maybe... that was like a, a great, like, three thirty, four o'clock, you're home from school, what's on? Yup, and then you looked forward Adam to the cliffhanger. Yeah. The, the cliffhangers were great. 20 minutes probably is the amount that a child can tolerate. And I think I gotcha. overestimated when I put sure. on a movie. What, what about that, uh, that Lego Batman they got now? I watched Lego Batman with my daughter, and it was a similar thing where, like, for 15 minutes or 20 minutes, I thought, this is fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach Galifianakis is great. Yeah. Um, there were several great acting performances that were really fun. Mm-hmm. I was like, these jokes are great. Mm-hmm. And then about 15 or 20 minutes in, my attitude towards it completely curdled. <laughs> and I was like, I can't bear any more of this bullshit. <laughs> like, it completely 180 degree turn. I turned against it so hard. And my daughter was not particularly interested in it the whole time. It was like, it's just so, like, noisy. Yeah. And there are so many, uh, like, ironic tone things that aren't actually jokes. Like, it's, but, but they're so, like, there's such a cacophony of them. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just, that, like, Michael Sarah is spectacularly good. Mm-hmm. And there are some things that I really enjoy. There was a Jim Cotta <laughs> reference. That's really like the direct path to my heart. Yeah. But as much as I understand why the people who do like it do like it, and I have no disrespect towards them, like 20 minutes in, I was like, I can't believe I have to sit here for another hour. You know what jokes I hate in movies? It seems like in every, uh, especially the Avengers movies, but in most Marvel movies, when they're getting the group of heroes back together, they have like these like glib digs at each other as the movie starts. So it's like, all right, Iron Man, why don't you go fly around your tin can? All right, Musclehead, don't get like they throw these yeah, little yeah. digs to get like, oh, we still got that uh, that pop and rapport and. Like, I hate that. They feel so forced. Then, you know, I'll usually turn my brain off and go along for the ride. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah it, it, oh. it does feel like, like, and this is probably how it is done. It's like mm-hmm. someone wrote the movie. Yep. And then a group of group of people came in and added those. Yeah. The, they had a real, not on the script, but, yeah. They, they had a real like riff around sesh. Sure. Yep. I feel like I have a much, uh, probably this is true for you as mm-hmm. well. I just have unrealistically high standards for my glibness yes uh, that are much higher than the average person who's just going to see the Avengers Age of Ultron yes mm-hmm. like they're like this glibness is much better than the glibness in the Transformers movies <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I mean like, I, and I'm like this glibness does not match up to the Larry Sanders show glibness exactly just on watching. a civilian glibness scale sure, that, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good to frame it in that context Jesse thank you for bringing me back to earth <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that is my – so anyway, that's the, it, the ants on my face is the moral of this story yes. while I'm driving. I'm glad I'm not dead. I get moths occasionally. In your in your car? No, um, just in, in, in my apartment. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, got rid of the kitchen moths. Well, they're attracted to the light that you shine on all of us. Oh, it's true. Your, your eternal, talent your, your eternal light. Thank you. You know what? I your guess, compassion. I guess I'm going to stop bitching and just accept it. Yeah, and that yeah. flashlight that's taped to your dick. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. I love that. Little uh, ma- that little mini mag. Got to see where all my jizzes go. <laughs> there, uh, also, there's some. Yeah. Also helps there's you some pe- now. Uh, helps you go pee-pee in the dark. Sure. <laughs> so it's good for a lot of things, Vern. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but then it'll dip down in a toilet and it'll touch your feces. <laughs> <laughs> this is our new character yeah. we've developed jointly. Come <laughs> Ernest. Ernest with a flashlight taped to his <laughs> Obsessed with own cum Ernest. <laughs> okay, before we get any further into this, let's take a break. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Following the news is hard and it sucks. How do you know which stories are important? Which sources do you trust in this post-truth world of reactionary journalism? I'm Brent Black. And I'm Travis McElroy. And we host a podcast called Trends Like These. We cover trending news stories. We debunk misleading clickbait headlines. And we always try to throw in a little bit of good news. In our quest for truth. So join us every week on MaximumFun.org or wherever podcasts are found. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, Boy Detective. Hal Rudnick. Uh, the kink master oh yeah <laughs> that's weird but spanky spanky <laughs> that's weird but it's okay yeah thanks i'll don't take kink, it don't kink shame the kink master jesse yeah. <laughs> sorry 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 hey jordan Human sexuality is a beautiful rainbow Go we ahead. are we have live shows in los angeles and london tickets yes. are now on sale two of the greatest l cities yeah we're in los angeles in august at the angel city brewing company for the max fun beer blast it's not just us jordan yeah it's we- us, but also music from Open Mike Eagle. Yeah. Comedy from Danielle Radford and Riley Silverman. Two favorite Jordan Jesse Go guests. Absolutely. Stand up. And maybe a special guest from another Max Fun show who hasn't told us for certain if he or she is doing it yet. But here's a hint he's about to move to Los Angeles from another city. That's and true. And he's a he, I guess. And- <laughs> I messed up your he or she thing. Ooh, uh, baby. I, I mean, you mean craft beer and Max Fun? Oh, yeah. Count me in. I will, Hal. <laughs> I will, Kink Master. <laughs> How's how's kink is craft beer and dudes talking? <laughs> um, but yeah, this is going to be a really fun show. I I genuinely love uh, the beer and hanging out at the Angel City Brewery. So this is like uh, this is going to be a double fun show, I think. And we're in London at the London Podcast Festival at King's Place. You can go on the King's Place website for uh, to order your tickets for September. That's going to be amazing. We're flying six thousand miles yeah. for that extravaganza. Wow. Let's be honest. There's only six of you who know who we are in the entire United Kingdom. Yeah. So come and bring you a friend. You have to come. Uh-huh. If you yeah. are listening this to this, you have to come. Yeah. And uh, special guests include uh, Hugh Grant. Um, lady Doctor Who. The Lady Doctor Who. Theresa May. Theresa mm-hmm. May, the Prime Minister. Uh, John Major, the former Canadian Prime Minister. Mm-hmm. Wait, maybe he was the British Prime Minister. Yeah, John Major was the British Prime Minister, I think. A bartender who hasn't been tipped. Yeah, there you go. Is it going to be any? Uh, is going to be any hot Brexit talk? I don't know, Kinkmaster. Quiet down. <laughs> <All right. laughs> hey, we've got sponsors on this. W- oh, and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Before we get to the sponsors, we have a new T-shirt. 
Let's talk about that T-shirt. On sale now. Brian designed it for us. It's the It Me, I'm That T-shirt. It just says It Me, I'm That on it with an arrow pointing upwards. Get the shirt now to let people know that it's you and you're that. It's a limited edition shirt. You only have two weeks to order this. You can find it at maxfunstore.com. Is it printed on that nice soft American apparel type? I don't know, Kink Master. (laughs) Yes, it's it's a high quality shirt, shirt. Kink Master. The arrow points upward towards Mm. you in case anyone doesn't know that you're... It you. That it you. You're that. Or that you're that. If someone thinks it's someone else's you or someone else's that. Limited edition. Don't be like those dopes who missed out on the Summer Boy t-shirts. And then they send us emails. Oh, I missed out on the Summer Boy t-shirt. I'm drinking a beer on a beach whatever. Fuck you. Fuck you, listeners. Stop supporting us and caring about what we do, (laughs) you fucking asshole. Yeah. (sighs) Keep up with the pace of life. Thank you. Finally. It's the 21st century. This isn't uh, bringing up baby. Right? (laughs) Oh, my God. If you want to watch a black and white movie, fucking turn off the lights and leave me alone. Yeah, turn off the lights first. I don't know what that means. I've got a a migraine and I'm light sensitive. Mm. Sponsors on this week's program. New sponsor this week, Jordan. Yeah. Rover. Rover, the nation's largest network of five-star pet sitters and dog walkers. You got pets. I got pets. Now, this is a really great service. I was poking around this website the other day, and this is uh, this fills a need that I have. Oh, really? It's for someone to come and care for your pet while you are away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's and it's great. You see a nice list of fun and friendly-seeming pet care people. Right. Very reasonable wow. prices. Yeah. So you can kind of browse these pet care specialists, uh, pick your fave, um, and, uh, and while, you're, while you're out of town or while you're busy, they'll come over and care for your pet. It's can a I really tell you, cool service. Can I tell you something sad? Yeah. Please do. Every time I'd go out of town and I had a pet, mm. I didn't know what to do, so I would just have the pet destroyed. <laughs> wow, that was a bad idea. That was a terrible idea. But then, yeah. but then this amazing service rover came around, and now, if and when I do ever get a pet again, I know I can have a stranger it can come live beyond that, that first long weekend person. that you're out of town. Yes. Here's here's the here's the nice thing about <laughs> Rover. These are trusted, reviewed pet professionals. These aren't just some yahoos, and it's perfect for that period in your life. That I would say runs from about 24 to 44. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's great for everybody, but it's perfect for that 24 to 44 period where your friends are old enough that they've got better shit to do than take (laughs) care of your pet for you. Yeah. But they're not. Oh, they're not so old that they have teens you can pay, you can pay $10 to come over to your house and do whatever you're, they're supposed to do. Yeah, this is totally a great service and, and perfect for summer where you're probably doing long weekends. Yep. Uh, just need somebody to come in and look at uh, Fido or Patches. You uh, get $25 off your first booking by visiting rover.com slash JJGo and using the code JJGo during the checkout. That's rover.com slash JJGo and the promo code JJGo for $25 off your first Rover. Overbooking. We also have another oh, um, sponsor. Real quick, I'd yes, like how? to uh, posit a, a potential um, catchphrase for Rover. Please. Oh, um, great! We, hey. we do like to do specific catchphrases for uh, for our sponsors that they did not uh, ask us to do. So yeah, great. Fact, often good. they ask us not to. Yeah, uh, um, you know what? They can have this for free. Yeah. Hey, I'm going out of town. Hey, Rover, come on over. Yeah. Hey, Rover. Hey, come Rover. On over. 
Come on over. Rover.com slash JJ Go. Also, Jordan, I know you've been using this, the Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, this is a service that uh, I have used even before they sponsored the show. To uh, shave your face. To shave my face. Uh, Dollar Shave Club, you get a great shave at a great price, conveniently delivered right to your door. These are uh, razors, shaving cream. Wipes for your bottom. One wipe Charlie's. One wipe Charlie's. You know I love them. I've used them. I've used them. I like Dollar Feels Shave Feels great Club. on your bum, yep. right? Yep. Good yeah. razors. Uh, yeah. If Good you, bum wipes. Uh, if, you, if you get your razors elsewhere, uh, give Dollar Shave Club a try. They are better. These are uh, these are these are some of the best razors I've ever used. I love them. Um, Dollar Shave Club. Uh, for a limited time, new members get their first month uh, of the executive razor with a tube of Dr. Carver's shave butter. Uh, for only $5 with free shipping. After that, razor's just a few bucks a month. I'd been using Challenge brand butter. Mm, sure. Um, and it works okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the Dr. The doctor Carver's is really the good stuff. Yeah, it smells a little better. Maybe that's the reason you have facial ants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're putting food on your face. Uh, that, 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 uh, that box you get for 5 bucks is a $15 value. Uh, awesome weighty handle, full cassette of four cartridges, and a tube of that shave butter, which is very, very nice. Jordan, you're a handsome boy with a close shave. Dollarshaveclub.com slash JJGo exclusively. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash JJGo. Dollar Shave Club. Too many hairs? Get them out of there. Get that. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, hairs. <laughs> yeah. We also have something up on the Jumbotron this week. Uh, this message this, is for... This week's episode is rich with announcements. This message is for all the single ladies. This is from Mr. Sandman. Oh, boy. Where's this going? Hey, this message is for all the single ladies from Mr. Sandman. And here is his message. Awkward man-child slash generous lover who doesn't understand how Tinder works and consequently has not felt the soft touch of a woman's warmth in over six years, seeks a committed monogamous relationship. If interested, meet him at the top of Mount Trashmore in Virginia from 6 to 7 p.m. on the 10th of any month and let him bring you a dream. The ball is in your court, ladies. Huh. Seems well, that's more sinister. like the setup for a Lifetime movie than anything else. Yeah. Um, or, yeah, it's either, it's either a Lifetime movie that, uh, that leads to a series of murders or uh, it's something sexy on late night HBO. Yeah. I, I don't – I kind of want to but also don't want to check in with the Kingmaster on this one. <laughs> you know, I'm going to – So, Mr. Yeah. yeah. This is um, a, a gentleman who posted this missive on your site broadcasting. Yeah. He wants to meet someone he on the top of Mount Trashmore. He wants to meet someone at the Mount Trashmore. Jordan Jesse Go fans tend to be non-murderous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have definitely not been murdered by any fans, and I have put myself in many positions where I could have been. Yeah, so. I, I have freely put myself in murderable positions with Jordan Jesse Go fans on the basis of the fact that they love Jordan Jesse Go just like I do. Yeah. You, you know what? Um, I encountered a delightful Jordan Jesse Go fan, and um, being uh, lucky enough to be uh, you know friends with you guys, uh, I uh, I called up Jordan um, just because I was in the bar with this guy. We were a couple of drinks in, and I'm like, I'll get him on the phone for you. And Jordan was gracious. The guy. Was was gracious. I mean, what a community you two have fostered. It was a lot of fun. Did you end up getting late? Um, I got that D sucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's up? Uh, Mr. Sandman, I'm going to just punch up your copy real quick. Yeah. Not to, <laughs> not to note you to death. Yeah. Maybe. So tired of execs. Maybe lead with generous lover. Maybe you can get awkward man child out of there. Yeah. Lead with generous lover. Yeah. Anyway. 
Go see this guy at you Mount know what? I've been, more. I, I've been uh, I've been fucking with the Tinder and the Bumble lately. Sure. And um, I've noticed that uh, all these women want they have confidence in what they're looking for. No one says fraught with anxiety. I'm waiting for that one. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, confident men only, or some some women will put in there alphas only. Like uh, I mean. I'll have an alpha moment now and again, but I definitely will wallow you in sw- beta. You swing, but you swing between alpha and beta. Oh, I will. Go, I will have just. F- I'll have a beta week sometimes. You're, you're more likely to go alpha on something like, say, the new Star Wars trailer. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck yeah! yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Mugs, shirts, stickers, patches, tanks, and more are yours for the purchasing at MaxFunStore.com. Hey, you already love the podcasts, so why not take this to the next level and outfit your home and bod with our merch? MaxFunStore.com. Because if you have to wear a shirt, it should be one of ours. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. And Hal Rudnick, a.k.a. the Kinkmaster. Really find it more upsetting than enjoyable. <laughs> Hal, I think that sexuality is a beautiful rainbow. I'm not trying to kink I think the Kinkmaster is expressing himself. I would never and kink I think shame the Kinkmaster. Thanks, man. Although, although they do say... Uh, if you're going to kink shame, you best step to the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I would just say wise up because it's different strokes for different strokes, I say. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I pass more essays than motorcades in East L.A. <laughs> Pharaoh Monch over here. I'm the kink master. Orale, vato. <laughs> Guy in a hairnet. Pressed Ben Davis khakis from 1987. Lokes shades. Um, Okay. Uh, We've been asking Jordan Jesse Go listeners Mm -hmm. to violate their non-disclosure agreements (laughs) on our air. Anonymously. We've we've had a great response to this. Although Mm -hmm. I have to say, I posted a tweet about it the other day. Someone just tweeted back to me, I've been playing some advanced copies of board games. (laughs) Eh. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. So eh. there are levels here. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Let's, well, I think we got one right now. Let's hope this is a little more exciting than uh, the board game thing. Yeah, let's take a lesson. Hi, this is an anonymous listener from London in the UK. Um, I'm calling to violate an NDA. About pause. Can you pause ago. it? He says anonymous listener, but we all know it's Hugh Grant, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Be. It's obviously it's Hugh Grant. You yeah. hear the voice, you know it's Hugh sure. Grant yeah. right away. Real I, I, I was like, I had a Notting Hill flashback. Yeah, yeah okay. Mm. Go back to the beginning. Let's play it. And just, just everybody knows now it's Hugh Grant. Okay, yeah. we just know. From Hi, Notting this Hill. is an anonymous listener from London and Hugh Grant from um, Notting Hill. I'm calling London. to violate an NDA about eight years ago. Somebody wanted me to build it out for him, so he made me sign an NDA before telling him his idea which was to make an app which told you where nearby liquor stores were. He was an asshole. Anyway, I've got to keep my keep anonymous because that would be violating the terms of my NDA. And I've probably got a lot more of these because I make apps for a living. Bye now. Yeah, he's acting less these days. <laughs> sure. Mm. Um, just do more, you know, VC stuff. Yeah. Um, that is a really sad app. That is a very yeah. sad app. Oh, boy. Yeah, I like, right, someone who... 
who doesn't want to go through all the bullshit of Yelp to find a liquor store. Yeah, the app was going to be called Alcohol Anonymous. <laughs> yeah, right. It just it just leads you to right. a church basement <laughs> or like a community center. Yeah, um, he'd be violating the NDA by telling us uh, who's uh, who created them because they're. Uh, I, I got. I got shamed. You know what? I'm going to transition from that thought to Please something do. related. Yeah. Um, I, I got tisk tisked uh, for um, talking about uh, Danny Bonaducci. I was just t- I, I I was talking about seeing him outside of an AA meeting once, and I got really tisk tisked no, for sure. violating the anonymity. Yeah, uh, thing. supposed to be anonymous. Yeah, so I, that, that's sort of an NDA. Yeah, I've 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 been tisk tisked before for talking about going to AA meetings with my dad when I was a mm-hmm. kid. Mm. Uh, my dad's very public about it. And also, like, I feel like I earned that one. Like, those are some anecdotes. When you're <laughs> an eight-year-old that's sat in a room full of homeless, yeah. alcoholic veterans, uh, you sort of earned that anecdote. It was a delightful moment because I was just relating that Danny Bonaducci was literally wearing a leather vest, no shirt, and leather pants. And I was just relating <laughs> that. Um, and then – got it. Maybe he's going somewhere you've, you've after. Maybe t- he's going somewhere after. Yep. But um, so I was at um, – like A to- roundup maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I told the anecdote The at- thunder from down under. <laughs> um, I was at a um, a very nice um, friend's birthday dinner at like Morton's Steakhouse and this guy leans across the stable – the table – the stable um, – the table and says, we don't talk about those things, Hal. Oh, boy. And I was – man, he shut me down. You're going to get thrown out of Morton's. Yeah, right? I feel like he's on a short list of people who are such dicks that it really, <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like him and Chachi, you can yeah. not say anything bad that you saw them do. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Embarrassing, yes. maybe. Okay, uh, we have some momentum. I think it's good to go to AA. Let me Yes, clarify. absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, good. For, maybe he'll be less insufferable. Yeah. Yeah, that kind of his... self-care and introspection all sure. for it. Absolutely. Probably right, right now somewhere Danny Bonaducci is making amends by writing Hal a note that apologizes for making Hal see him shirtless. <laughs> I would hope so. That's all I ask. Um, when something momentous happens to you, give us a call at 206-984-4FUN. Uh, 206-984-4FUN. Here's our first call. Hi, Jesse Jordan and guests. This is Claudia. I'm currently visiting Boston, Massachusetts on a vacation with my two nieces, a 14-year-old and a 10-year-old. We stopped to get a sandwich for the little one because she was getting really cranky because she was hungry. We were walking through the MIT campus. She was halfway through her sandwich when she put out her little hand to hand me something. I put out my hand to receive it, and she dropped a tooth in it. Told me my tooth fell out and kept right on eating her sandwich. So... I'm in the middle of a MIT quad, holding a nine-year-old molar, not really sure what to do with it. Probably a good sign that I made a good call not to have children. Have a good day. Dope. Dope wow. call. Yeah, being yeah. caught with children's teeth yeah. is something that you don't want to have to, like, explain to someone. I yeah. want to applaud that little girl. She handled that situation like a boss. She oh, wasn't all boy. scared. She, like, she didn't say anything about, oh, we're going to make sure the tooth fairy gets it so I can get my dollar. No. She's like, I'm eating. Don't got time for this. She was like, I got to get back into this hoagie. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was a real crybaby every time a tooth fell out as a kid. I, mm-hmm. I felt like I, I, was, I was dying. I felt like <laughs> wow. I was falling apart. Oh, no. I was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the, a, yeah. That, that that slight taste of blood in your mouth? Like Brundlefly. Sure, yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, we saw Kevin Costner movies and Jeff Goldblum movies as kids. Yes. And uh, <laughs> now we reference them. Sure. And I, I did not want to be born again of the new flesh. Remember when <laughs> Titus said that teeth are outside bones? <laughs> yeah. That's <how> <laughs> Oh, let's take our next call. Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Go. This is Colin from Nebraska calling to most momentous occasions to say that my girlfriend and I just finished walking 500 miles across northern Spain. We became street people in Pamplona, climbed one of the tallest mountains in Spain, slept in a monastery, and both of our ATM along the way. And no weird sex stuff, except in a couple churches. Well, time to start walking home. We love the show. Punch a blimp. This oh. guy really fucking prepped his shit. Jeez, wow. I know. He's been writing that. He's been writing that in his diary and revising it every night on this trip. Yeah, bullet yeah. points for sure. Bullet points. Oh, I can't wait to talk to this couple or party. It's, oh, I can't wait to get cornered by this couple or party. It's I hard. hear about oh about how the people. The it's hard culture, to culture. I feel like it's really hard to appreciate that call without also having access to the PowerPoint deck. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, that's an impressive thing to walk all the way across. Yes. Absolutely. Um, I was just talking to um, a friend of mine who was telling me he walked all across the United States from one oh side gosh. to the other. Yeah, and it took uh, it took several months. I don't know. He and his wife did it together. And really, look at these, look at these walking these walking couples. Yeah, I bet it brings you closer together. You would, th- yeah, you would think if you get through that, you get through anything. You just admire How? each other's muscular calves. How yep. far can you walk in a day? Twenty miles? I don't know, but like he said on a they, consistent he basis, said they use those um, those Pole walking sticks. poles. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, man, it's, it sounded uh, mighty impressive, and I was like, I, that's something I would never do, but I appreciate. I also walked across the United States. I didn't use the poles. I did use one of those uh, like single wheel. Uh, skateboard um, motorized skateboard machine sure where there's just one wheel in between your legs and you lean forward to go faster um, I didn't use I, I did it as well and I uh, didn't use a pole I just used my big old dick yeah oh, really? oh, <laughs> kick faster you're back <laughs> and how far is it Daniel how far is it across the United States like how far is it from what it's Los Angeles to mm-hmm. New York Los Angeles to Atlanta Atlanta's mm-hmm. not quite on the coast it's about three grand Maine Los Angeles to well that's that's also that's like diagonal, that's diagonal up, across the United not. States. What yeah, about you have to be a real forest? San Francisco to, to Virginia Beach. Yeah, is yeah. that something? San Francisco it, to Virginia. Now it sounds Beach. like you're just talking a Beach Boys song. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Word is oh. it's twenty two hundred miles. So that would be like it's got to be at least three or four months, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was months long journey. They had one cell phone with them. Yeah. Uh, this is a great well, story it's to hear. Save third hands. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Seems like you get hungry. The, yeah. The, they. Um, I bet you he, stop he for said, food and sleep. Oh, high that's cal- a good idea to yeah. stop for food. I guess I hadn't thought about that. He said he right. ate a lot of pop tarts, a lot of freeze dried food. Yep. Freeze-dried food? What do you think they are? Astronauts? Yeah. Yeah, come on. Save it for the astronauts. Yeah. Save it for our boys in the sky. What, what, are we walking across America or at fucking space camp? Yeah, you thank you. you. Thank you. You said it, Hal. You know what? Your friends can go fuck themselves. I'll pass that along. I would love <laughs> it. Let them know that their amazing stunt. I would love it if Buzz Aldrin punched your friends right in the uh, face. <laughs> great. He's been to space, Hal. Mm-hmm. 206-984-4FUN. Let us know... Uh, Buzz, once you punch Hal's friends, 
uh, <laughs> on that line. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> it's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Hal Rudnick, a.k.a. The Kinkmaster. Hal, we're almost out of time, but we teased the fact that you're going to be appearing on America's Got Talent. Yeah. Yeah, next week, a big a big week for Hal Rudnick on television. Oh, yeah, I'm very excited. I'll uh, be uh, rubbing elbows with Jordan and the gang Monday night at uh, at midnight. Yeah, the whole Screen Junkies gang is coming in, or, or yeah. some of the Screen Junkies gang. Yep, a, a, a good bunch of Screen Junkies are coming in. Super looking forward to that. And uh, and then Tuesday, um, uh, as uh, Jesse uh, said, thanks, man, uh, that I'm going to be on America's Got Talent playing this character that uh, I've been doing for several years at the UCB. His name is Eric Jennifer. He's the good boy of comedy. He's about 40 years old, lives with his mom in Gardena, California. He loves Subway sandwiches, Kaylee Cuoco, uh, John Cena, LeBron James. And he does he practices stand-up comedy at the laundromat and when he's riding the bus. And somehow he... Somehow he wound up on America's Got Talent, and uh, we're going to introduce America to the good boy of comedy Tuesday, July 18th on America's Got Talent. Wow. Can, you give us a pre- can you give us any kind of preview of his act? Maybe something that got cut from the show? Or- I'm, yeah, I can step out and grab him for you so he can come in. Yeah. Okay? That would be Just fantastic. Tell the, okay. tell the kink master to move so okay. Eric Jennifer gonna, can get uh, Pardon in. me for one second. I just opened the door. Hi, it's Eric. Okay, yeah, come on in, Eric. Okay. Hi, I'm Eric Jennifer, the good boy of comedy. Um, so uh, how you doing? Good job. What would you have for breakfast today, Jesse? Uh, grape nuts. Mmm. I-, I didn't have any nuts for breakfast. And Jordan? Uh, I had a like a like a like a Trader Joe's bar, like a like a like a granola bar type thing. Mm, that sounds that sounds healthy and nutritious and good for you too. So um, here's a fun fact about me: I slept in a crib till I was nine years old. Give it up. <laughs> <laughs> Let me ask you a question, Jesse. You ever have to clip your mom's toenails? No. Oh, sometimes I do, and you got and they're so big and thick and sharp, and they you can't use the nail clipper, so you got to get a scissor out of the kitchen Terrible. drawer, and you got to press down real it's hard with the scissor on your mom's toenail, <laughs> and you got to put television? it, and then and then your mom's toenail flicks off and hits you in the eye, and then you got to pull it out with a tweezer. Good job. <laughs> Good job. Give yeah. it up. Yeah, I'm the good boy of comedy. I'm the good boy with the good jokes. Eric Jennifer, hashtag good job. Hashtag EJ on AGT. Check me out. Tuesday, uh, July 18th. I'm very excited to be on America's Got Talent. And guess what? Maybe I'll win it all. Oh, boy. Wow. I all right. he wins it all. Yeah. Hey, hey Jordan. Yeah, yes. Can I have a ride to Gardena after the show? <laughs> Not really going that way, but... Because then I'm going to drop okay. you off at a bus stop. What do you got to do at Gardena? That's where I live. Doing? I live with my mom in Pineapple View Apartments in Gardena. <laughs> it's called Pineapple View, but when you look out the window, you can't see any pineapples. All you could see is a liquor store. Good job. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> watch me on America's Got Talent. When I Steve think, Harvey will probably get a kick out of that. I bet. I think Simon is going to fall in love with me. All right. See you later, guys. I'm going to go out this door now. Oh man, that was Eric. He's uh oh what fun. He, he's he's scurrying away. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> wow. Toenail stuff was really raw. Yeah, sure. But oh, I mean, it, it, um he fucks with the toenails, he gets raw. Sure. <laughs> um he has it. he has one speed. Yeah. Raw dog. Yeah. That's some real Tignataro at Largo shit right there. Yeah. 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 Well Louis C. K. did insist that he put that toenail stuff out as an album. Right, right. <laughs> 
You can't say no to him. But uh, yeah, I, uh, I've been playing that character at the Midnight Show uh, at UCB for about five, six years. And uh, I've been developing a stand-up act for him. And um, yeah, I wound up uh, uh, getting to do this really... Like, it was so... It's so fucking surreal standing there in a pillar of light being judged by Simon Cowell. <laughs> and like I'm like, wow, this... I am... Like, I was in my body and outside of my body at the same time. And so, yeah, it's really, it's going to be really uh, dumb and hopefully fun. <laughs> wow. I mean, like, was there a moment when, uh, was there a moment like when your manager said, like, you know how you've been doing this character at the midnight show at the UCB for a few years? <laughs> Let's bring that over to AGT. <laughs> uh, to primetime network television. It, it really is a character that should not be on the most mainstream show <laughs> yes! uh, in America. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I got onto America's Got Talent because I was doing a weird variety show in North Hollywood called Freak Show. And like I was driving to it and I'm like, oh man, it's late. I don't want to, I don't really want to do this. And I showed up and it was a packed house and an awesome crowd. And then I got approached by a casting producer from America's Got Talent afterwards. And he's like, that thing was crazy. I want you to audition for America's Got Talent. So I jumped through a few hoops and I, I wound up and uh, on the show. And uh, I'll just uh, a little uh, so, more self promo. Sorry. Uh, uh, visit ericjennifer.com dot uh, com for all your Eric Jennifer needs and follow at Eric Jennifer on Twitter and Instagram. I've tried to uh, create a social media sure. for this guy because I heard from a couple people who were on the show after they were on the show there was a lot of interest and they weren't quite ready for it. So I tried to. Have a couple You're of laying the ready. groundwork. Yeah, see if I can turn it into a thing. Deluge. Yeah, turn it into a thing. If not, it's uh, it's been a sweet ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hal, if if you want to come back on AGT next season, you sh- your the talent you should display is uh, being a, a, a generous and hilarious podcast guest. Oh, wow. one of the best you. in the business. Yeah. Oh, Hal Rudnick, ladies and gentlemen, Screen Junkies in America's Got Talent. He's the new Steve Harvey in both venues. Mm. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. I love Steve Harvey's deadpan reactions on Family Feud. I uh, think they're so great. I think yeah. Steve so Harvey is super funny. Yes. So there you go. Yeah. I disagree with him on a few social issues. But... Sure. <laughs> yeah, and the whole eye contact thing. <laughs> <laughs> you love making eye contact. Daniel Baruella on the boards this week. Our producer. You also love a purple suit too, right? Oh, you, you know that. Uh, Brian Fernandez all the way in jolly old England uh, prepping things, mm-hmm. warming things up for Jordan Jesse Go there live. Again, tickets to the L.A. show and the London show both on sale now. You can find the links at MaximumFun.org. Uh, L.A. show coming. It's right around the corner. Please get August. please get oh, the tickets. Craft Come beer see and it. Comedy. Yeah. Craft beer and comedy, the Max Fun Beer Blast. We're gonna we're gonna do it up. We're, we're making totally it we're gonna make do, it an extravaganza. Go, go, we're going big and yeah. then we're going home after we go big. This is our first LA show in years. Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, like years and years and I think since the battleship. Yeah, it might be since the battleship. What's uh, the uh, merch uh, sitch gonna be? Uh, we'll probably bring out a we'll probably bring out a little something. Yeah, it might be a little something there. We'll be selling CDs after the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah, or you can get them on CDBaby.com. Yeah, I would recommend <laughs> getting them on CD Baby because then you get a you get better packaging. Yeah, L- we put to together packaging. a gate. We're, sa- we're saving Baby. we're saving that for next week where we yeah. get um, back to packaging and shipping. Yes, shipping. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, thanks to everybody who listened. You can go to maximumfun.reddit.com to talk about the show or join the Max Fun Facebook group. You can follow us on Twitter at Jesse Thorne. At Jordan underscore Morris. Hal, you're just at Hal Rudnick, right? Yes, at Hal Rudnick. H-A-L-R-U-D-N-I-C-K. Thank you. Hal Rudnick, the one and only. 
We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Thanks, guys. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.